Hello and welcome to the Iowa Hospital Association's podcast, Getting to Know. My name is Joa Hogan. Today we interview Olivia Bruss. She is the planning analyst at Mercy One Des Moines Medical Center. Olivia is originally from Clearwater, Florida and earned her undergraduate degree at the University of Florida in biochemistry. She then went on to obtain her master's in health administration from Cornell University in Ithaca, New York. Upon graduation, Olivia moved to Iowa to begin the administrative fellowship program with Mercy One Des Moines, where she gained insight into both market level and system level strategy and operations over the two-year program. Since completing her fellowship, Olivia has worked as the planning analyst with the planning and business development department, working with the senior leadership team to leverage data for strategic decision-making. Welcome, Olivia, to the podcast. Thanks for being here today. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Can you first tell us what is a planning analyst and what are your responsibilities within Mercy One Des Moines Medical Center? As the planning analyst, I work within the planning and business development department to provide uh, really kind of two main things, regular data updates to our senior leadership team, for example, market share kind of analyses for our hospital within our area. We've done service line analyses, looking at specific service lines, incorporating financial data into that, market share data, any of the volume data that we receive from our uh, internal team, and just share that regularly with the senior leadership team. The second category would be providing any supporting data to our senior leadership team for initiatives that they want us to explore. For example, if there's a service line that we aren't currently in that we want to get into, um, we would be asked to provide any supporting data that could help present the case to the team for approval. I understand. And is it correct you partner with the Iowa Hospital Association to help achieve some of those objectives? And if you do, how how does that work? Yes, we work very closely with the IHA Dimensions platform that we have access to, which allows us to look at all of the hospital-based information across the state, which has been very helpful when we look at market share analyses, Um, especially wanting to evaluate how we're doing compared to our competitors, not only in just our service area, but even across the state. I've been working on a project too to help us look at how our managed rural hospitals fare and what our market share, kind of what our referral or out-migration percentage might be as well based on the IHA dimensions data. And we're, we're looking at using it even a little more so here, trying to leverage some of the dashboards that you guys have within your platform that can help us look at adjoining state data, some of the other things that aren't readily available within the Slice and Dice platform, but we have used in the probably five years that I've been working uh, for Mercy One in some capacity, we have always looked to the IHA dimensions data as kind of our source of truth for any of the hospital-based data that we are looking at and trying to present to the team. Oh, that's great. And do you have any advice for for those new to using the IHA data or dimensions? You know, it really helped me to just go get in there and explore what was available within it. Just try dragging things in and out and just seeing what it gave me. Um, But I also leveraged the data team. I was able to make a connection with one of the team members and he kind of became my uh, my go-to person whenever I had a question. And he was always willing to just jump on a call 
to walk through something if I needed some one-on-one guidance. So that was very helpful. And there are also office hours that, that you guys do for people to join as well, where they can learn about new things that are going on within the platform, but also to ask questions. And so those have all been things that I've done to kind of understand how to use the tool better. And over time, you just kind of figure it out. Thank you. You spend your days uh, crunching numbers. Does that carry over into your personal life as far as any hobbies that you might have? Or what do you like to do in your free time? (laughs) Maybe not quite, but I would (laughs) say I'm very involved with my church, which takes up quite a bit of my time. And I also have an almost two-year-old toddler right now who keeps me on my toes. So most of my free time is spent keeping him happy, <laughs> but I do enjoy cooking. I recently took up garment knitting to make some baby outfits for friends. And I don't know, really life is just around around my family right now. Sure. Well, that's great. So garment knitting. So that obviously just means you knit, but you're knitting clothing. That so is correct. Okay. Oh, great. Great. Mm-hmm. And how did you pick that up? Did you just kind of watch some YouTube videos or you take a class or just self-taught? I actually, I actually did watch some YouTube videos. I did learn from my mom how to knit, you know, when I was a kid, didn't really realize that you could do something like make sweaters uh, for yourself or for a baby. So kind of saw somebody do that and they shared a pattern that they had done for a baby. And I said, well, I could do that. And picked it up and had friends that were expecting at the time. So I was like, this would be a fun, you know, personal gift that I could do for them. So that's kind of how I got into that. Yeah. (laughs) Absolutely. That's super cool. Well, the last question today, and I want to thank you so much for your time. Do you have any advice for a person who's thinking about working in the healthcare data analytics field? Yeah, I would say if you are in school and you can take any type of data analytics course that I would leverage that opportunity. There are even specific courses about programming or some of the programs like analytics programs, for example, Tableau or Power BI, even programming language. I have found that all of those things I've needed to use at some point within the last five years of working in in analytics. And, you know, I've been able to learn things over the years, but I could definitely see where even something like learning programming language would be helpful as we leverage tools and kind of build up data analytics, which I think is is a growing field. And I think there's plenty of programs out there that can leverage. And I think that's something that we hope to do even here as we try to build ourselves up as data-driven organization. I'd also say Tableau as a program, they have a Tableau, something called Tableau Public, which people publish dashboards to, and you can interact with them. And so you can see what people are doing out there. You can even shadow somebody who works in data analytics. I had a high school student shadow me recently who's just interested in healthcare administration overall, but I mean, got to show her what I do within the analytics world. And I'd say another a good book that one of my colleagues referred to me was called Storytelling with Data, which is a good start to understanding you know, the power of data and especially how you present it. I think visually, the way that we share the data information with the team is very helpful too. And so that book has been helpful for for helping me understand, you know, what's the most important thing to share as we present the information that we do to the senior leadership team so that they can make a strategic decision. Great advice. Well, I want to thank you so much, Olivia Bruss, planning analyst at Mercy One Des Moines Medical Center for being on the podcast today. Thank you. 
This podcast has been an opportunity to get to know Iowa hospital leaders. Thank you for listening and stay tuned for another episode next month.